Alright guys, welcome back to Season 1, Episode 5 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Once again, thank thank you to everyone that's been listening. So far we're getting positive feedback. It seems that everyone really enjoys laughing at my own suffering. Everyone got a kick out of the Valentine's Day special. Everyone, I hope, was a little disturbed about what Corella DeVell did to me. By the way, if there's anyone listening that has a worse getting deprudent story, please uh, DM the podcast and let us know because I... I mean, I, I like to hear it. I mean, my first kiss went, you know, I joke around, I use this term a lot, but my first kiss basically went as well as the Bay of Pigs went. I mean, it did not go good. It went about as good as the Battle of Shiloh. That's how my first kiss went. So if anyone had a better, I mean, if anyone has a worse first kiss experience, you know, email us. We'd like to hear it. We survived Valentine's Day, though. Hopefully, if there's any high school kids out there that didn't get a candy gram this year, hang in there. I mean, I'd like to tell you it gets better, but I'm 32 now, and uh, it, it, it seemingly only gets worse. There's not even the hope of getting a candy gram. There's only the sheer de- defeat that you're a loser. You're not getting anything for Valentine's Day. You might as well go make yourself a steak and get a six-pack in Miller High Life. Let's move on to episode five. I understand this weekend up in Sea Isle was the polar bear plunge, and I think some people may have bumped into the little ice man. I think a couple people had DM'd me that they saw the little ice man. Um, <laughs> hey guys, let's keep it civil. But I don't really see anything wrong with if you bump into the little ice man, if you say, hey, there he is, the little ice man. I mean, let's face it, he'll probably enjoy the attention. He's a 55-year-old fucking guy on TikTok. You don't think he's going to like random people calling him the little ice man? You know, just keep it civil. Maybe pat him on the head. <laughs> But the little ice man's doing his own thing. Good for him. Who gives a fuck? On this show, we drink Fishtown iced tea. One place to get Fishtown iced tea, Interstate Draft House. Also a great bar in Fishtown. Go down there, get yourself something to eat, and uh, get a Fishtown iced tea. I'm drinking one right now. They're 9%, so hopefully I don't start slurring my words in this episode, in this podcast. But if I do, that's kind of what's expected. So today's episode, I'm going to dive into... What happened when I worked for the post office? And this is uh, this was the shortest career that anyone's ever had with the post office, okay? I mean, I may have set a record. This may be a world record for shortest employment with the U.S. post office. A lot of people tell you it's impossible to get fired from the post office. <laughs> you know what I said to that? Hold my beer. And the reason I'm going to tell you the post office story is because I want to parlay that into that Frankenstein Senator from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. John Fetterman has no business holding any job, but John Fetterman is a senator who was elected by you bozos in Pennsylvania to go to Washington and represent Pennsylvania. He defeated Dr. Oz. He can't put two sentences together. They asked Fetterman. Fetterman was in Philadelphia, and he's, you know, he's trying to rile up the crowd, and he says, the Eagles are better than uh, the Eagles. I mean, he's just a complete moron. This is what's so gross about this, though. And here's the other thing. Fetterman is making $170,000 a year. He's having regular sex. Right away. I'm sold. $170,000 a year, regular sex. I don't care. I'll go dig holes. $170,000 a year and regular sex. I will go work the salt mines, okay? I'll work for Nike. I'll be like a little Chinese person working for Nike. 
Is that racist? Maybe that's a racist, but I don't think we're not going to edit that one out. Who cares? He has to work about 10 hours a week. And he just checked himself in to the Walter Reed Medical Hospital, which I imagine is like one of the best hospitals in the world for clinical depression. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, Fester. Hey, freak. I worked 55 hours this week. Then I had to drive Lyft all weekend. And I'm barely going to pay this car insurance tomorrow. That's just, you know, but on this show, that's what we do. We grind, baby. We grind. We barely get by. And Fetterman, that dumbass, making $170,000 a year. Oh, I'm depressed. I'm pre- de- depressed? Depressed about what? John, $170,000 a year, regular sex, and you work 10 hours a week? Oh, how could you be depressed? Money's not an issue. Sex isn't an issue. What's the problem? John, what's the problem? What The story I'm going to tell you is about the post office, and you'll see why in a minute. Here we go. If you don't have a beer, I suggest go get one if you're driving to work. I don't know. Light up a cigarette. This is going to be a good story. In April of 2020, during the pandemic, I was living with my parents. My mother would not leave me alone. Get a job! Get a job! Just hounding me. So eventually I get a job with the United States Postal Service. This would turn out to be one of the shortest careers in postal service history. And I'll walk you through it. When you first get the job, okay, they send you to training. You have to listen to some idiot who's in there. Y'all gonna work for the United States Postal Service. This is a great privilege to work for this great institution. When people see that eagle, when they see that eagle, first of all, who the fuck ever saw the post office truck and is like, oh my god, there's the post office eagle. But that's how much these people think of themselves. You know, they think they think getting this job is like, I don't know, becoming a fucking lieutenant in the Marines. So I get the post office job, I go through the training, la di da di da. I get to this postal service in Frazier, Pennsylvania, about forty seven minutes past Villanova, past King of, it's far. Frazier, Pennsylvania. So I get there. First first day, I'm just shadowing the guy. Seems easy enough. But they don't have a route for me. I'm just going to be filling in, okay? So the first day I show up, they're like, hey, we, everyone's here today, so uh, we just need you to clean the bathrooms and mop the floors. So all of a sudden, I went from what I thought was a job called RCA, Rural Letter, I don't know what the fuck it is, RCA, Rural Letter Carrier. That doesn't make sense. But anyway... I believe that was the job title. I was a rural letter carrier. Next thing you know, I'm mopping the goddamn floors. And I'll tell you what, I mopped these floors, whoo-wee! They never looked cleaner, all right? I was milking the company dime, cleaning those floors, cleaning the bathrooms, not delivering the mail, which I thought was my job. Really, not a whole lot of training either. So now comes the day, okay? I've, I've trained, I've shadowed. Um, if you work, if you, I don't, if you ever work for the post office, you have to like case your mail in the morning. But it's difficult because you're looking at the addresses. I've never been to fucking Fraser, Pennsylvania. I don't know a goddamn thing. So casing the mail was difficult for me. It was stressful for me. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Had no one there to help me. Finally, it's like noon. It's fucking like 1230. This is my first day delivering the mail, okay? My very first day delivering the mail. I get on the road at 1230. You know, you don't have to be a genius to understand that that's a little behind schedule. So I get out on the road. Here we go. My first day as a mailman. La-di-da. Make it. My dad was a mailman for 35 years, following my father's footsteps, even though my dad highly advised against it, which I wish I would have listened to him, because as you'll find out as the story goes, the post office 
supervisors are a sadistic group. I like to compare them to, I don't know, German soldiers in 1942. Anyway, first day I'm out on the route, right? I do my first block. Boom, boom, boom. Drop a couple parcels off. All right, this is cool. Go to the next block. Boom, boom, boom. I hit it. I'm feeling good about myself. I got through a whole bucket. No hiccups. Everything was in order. I'm like, let's fucking go. Maybe this is my calling. Maybe I'm Newman from Seinfeld. Maybe this is what I was born to do. I'm happy about it, right? I'm, I'm proud of myself. Disaster would strike. I turn the corner of the next block and I start, and smoke, smoke starts billowing, billowing out of the keyhole. I'm like, holy shit. I pull over. There's a light rain. I'm in Fraser, Pennsylvania. It's June. Give you a little visual. The mail truck is now on fire. The truck, there's flames coming out of it. I had to spray the fucking thing with a, with the fire extinguisher. I'm panicking. What the fuck is going on? What is going on? Let's just call every boss pig virus. I call pig virus from the post office. I say, hey man, the truck's on fire. He's like, ah, oh, damn it, not again. Not again, he says to me. He goes, all right, pull over. We're going to send someone out to get you. So here comes, here comes two people from the post office with a new truck, right? This lady, was her day was already done. It was like 2 o'clock. She comes out with a new truck. She helps me get all the truck off the burning inferno that was my mail truck and into a new mail truck. Now it's like 3.30 in the afternoon. This route's not going to get done today is my, what I'm trying to tell you. I get to the next block. Let's say it's 1210 Buttonwood Road. I reach into the mail. I pull a letter out. It says like 1310 Garden Street. I'm in the wrong fucking area. I have no clue what's going on. I'm completely overwhelmed, okay? The mail is all disorganized. This is a disaster. This is the worst first day of work of all time. Once again, you can equate it to the bat, the Bay of Pigs. This is how my first day of work goes. So I come back to the post office around 8 o'clock at night, and there's Pig Virus, the boss, and he's like, Hey, man, listen, that was a... Hey man, listen, that was your first day and things that, you know, happened that were out of your control. Don't get discouraged. Come back tomorrow with a, with a fresh mindset and, and we'll take care of this. So I come back tomorrow. Once again, there's no route. That means I'm cleaning fucking toilets and mopping the floor. Now it's a, uh, do, 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 it's a Friday. Go to the post office. There's no truck for me again. They got me fucking mopping the floors. Around one o'clock, pig virus tells me, hey, do you mind driving some of these parcels? You can use your own vehicle. I'm driving like a 2003 uh, Honda Civic delivering the mail. That's not sketchy at all. He tells me, Fran, take these packages. Please just go drop them off. You know, you got your scanner. So I'm using my own vehicle. I go drop off the first package. No problem. I get to the second house. And this is just really... This kind of shit only happens to me. My dad was a mailman for 35 years. Nothing like this ever happened to him. I walk, I get to this house, and it's about a 50, 50 yard walk to the house. Big property in Fraser, Pennsylvania. I get to the door, I drop the parcel down, I scan it, okay? I look to my left, and here is two dogs, two boxers, full sprint for me. Now in the post office, they tell you, freeze, put your hands in the air. So I freeze. These dogs ripped me to shreds, okay? I was a human milk bone. This, the first dog grabs me by the leg. He rips me down. I'm like, ah, help, help, help. The dogs got my leg like, oh, fuck, oh, my God. He's ripping me apart. This is, I'm being eaten 
by dogs. Now the other dog comes over. He grabs my arm. They're pulling me in both directions. And blood is squirting everywhere. It's everywhere. Finally, the dogs let go. I'm like, please stop. Please stop. Blood is squirting out of my leg. It's chaos. The neighbors are looking over. I'm like, help, help. By the way, I interrupt the story real quick to tell you. We got to get our, we have to get our hands on that footage. We have to get our hands on the footage of me being eaten alive by dogs. I think it would just be great content for this podcast. But I'm getting chewed apart. Finally, the dildo owner, he comes out. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm looking at my leg. I can see the inside of my leg, okay? I, I can see my fucking bone. This is how good these dogs chewed me up. So now I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. The dogs are still sniffing their butts. By the way, any of you assholes out there listening, my dog's like a person. Shut the fuck up. Because these dogs ripped my leg apart, then went and sniffed each other's butt. They ripped my leg apart and then were sniffing each other's butt. Your dog is not a human. Your dog is not your kid. You're fucking annoying. Okay? Have a child. Stop it with the dog shit. Now I'm in my car, right? I'm bleeding everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. The guy comes up. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, where's the fucking hospital? Where's the fucking hospital? He tells me it's a Paoli, Paoli Hospital. So I'm like, oh my God, where is it? He's like, it's a mile down the road, make a left. I'm driving down the street. Mind you, this is the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, May of the pandemic. So now I'm driving this Honda Civic. There's blood all over the car. I mean, it's blood everywhere. I get down to the end of the road where he tells me to make a left. There's, this is a funny part of the story. There's kids playing basketball in the corner. I'm screaming at them, where the fuck's the hospital? Where's the hospital? They're like, what the fuck's going on? There's blood everywhere. They're screaming. They're like, it's down that way. It's down that So if those kids are out there and they're probably in therapy now, I apologize for that. So now I finally make it to Paoli Hospital, right? I get to Paoli Hospital. Slam the door. Slam the door. I go running in. I'm like, help, help. By the way, I have never, like, people are going to sit here and laugh at the podcast. You're a pussy, dude. You were acting like that. Yeah, I was, dickhead, because I had shit hanging out of my leg that I'd never seen before. I had these cords hanging out of my leg. I didn't know what the fuck it was. All right? My wrist was broken in half. I could see there was blood everywhere. These dogs fucked me up. I was a milk bone, okay? So I get in the hospital. I'm yelling, please, please, please help me. The nurse looks at me. She says, sir, sir, please, please put a mask on. Put a mask on. Fuck you, bitch. My leg's falling off. Put a mask on. Fuck you. Side note, how ridiculous is the pandemic? I come in with my leg falling off and this idiot nurse, I mean, I shouldn't say that, this idiot nurse, she's telling me, put a mask on, put a mask on. (laughs) legs falling off so now they get me in the room right and 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 it's bad like the the nurses are freaking out oh i haven't seen a bite like this in in a long time well no shit and they can't stitch up dog bites because they don't want to get infected so you basically have to just lie there and they clean out the wound they gave me some they gave me some percocets i want to say like 20 milligrams and man oh man let me tell you something i understand the addiction right because i was feeling good i think i asked them if we could play some music I wasn't really feeling much. They gave me a bunch of pain meds, some perks. I was like, let's go. Put on some stones, baby. So I was chilling. My dad had to come get me. Yeah, he takes me home. By the way, like, I'm throbbing. I'm in so much fucking pain on the way home. My dad, he's driving me home, and we're on uh, the boulevard. Pulled over right by uh, Alany High School. I'm like, pull over, pull over, pull over. On the other side of Alany, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, pull over, pull over. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm throwing up. Okay, that's, a, that's the pain I was in. That was my pain level. 
I was throwing up. It was really bad. My dad gets me home, gets me down in the basement. I'm all bandaged up, okay? Why am I telling you this story at this point? You're wondering. The next day, the post office tells me they're not going to be paying for anything because I haven't been there for 90 days. Hey, listen, you're not really uh, on our health care plan, so uh, you know we hope you feel better, but there's no uh, pay time off right now, so you're not going to be getting paid. This is how sick these motherfuckers are at the post office. They're sadistic. Uh, book recommendation, you ever want to read a good book? Charles Bukowski, a book called The Post Office. So these people aren't paying me. I, I can't walk, by the way. And in hindsight, it was one of the best weeks of my life. I chilled in the basement. I watched 35 episodes of CSI every day. I took naps. But I wasn't getting paid. So the post office is sending me to doctor, doctor, doctor. Send me some Asian. Like, ah, oh, I think you go back. I think you go back tomorrow. Tomorrow? I can't walk, lady. I'm on crutches. I just wheeled myself in here. Tomorrow? I ain't going back tomorrow. Okay? I go to another doctor. He gives me two more days. Now I go back to work. The first fucking day, right? It was July 5th. It was a thousand degrees, okay? They gave me a route. I think I had like 237 parcels, and it was a very big route. I was overwhelmed. I was still in pain, to be honest with you. I couldn't get the route done. If you don't get the route done by 8 o'clock, they call you a failure. So I'm a failure. I come back to the post office, and the guy says, Listen, listen, Fran. I like you, but, you know, you can't get the route done. We're going to have to let you go. So I got fired from the post office after two days of work, which is whatever. I really didn't want to do that job, to be honest with you. Here is why I'm pissed off. All right? Depression is a serious thing. It, depression is real. Everyone should get help for depression. I, that is my standpoint on it. That's how I feel. Why is it, though? That this big Frankenstein Uncle Fester looking motherfucker, John Fetterman, who's only been on the job for 30 days, he somehow, he gets a pass. Oh, John, Biden's saying, oh, John, take all the time you need. We're praying for you. It's just humorous to me that this big galoot, this big idiot, John Fetterman, I'm depressed. I'm clinically depressed. Dude, you work 10 hours a week. All they ask is that you wear pants and a shirt and a tie. Boo fucking who? John Fetterman's out there living the dream. Uh, this country is collapsing, guys. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Ohio, like, you know, train derailment. Who cares? They're not even giving them money. They're suggesting that the, the, the governor of Ohio should pretend that he's Vladimir Zelensky. Maybe he would get some money. Uh, yeah, this is just another uh, crushing low in my life. One of these days we're going to have an episode of Soaring Highs. When that is, I just don't know. But this was definitely a crushing low. This is my saga with the post office. And uh, yeah, that's, that's episode five for you. Like I said, guys, we keep it short and sweet. Hopefully that story, you get a kick out of it. Uh, real quick, going to end the show in a second here, but uh, a Philadelphia police officer shot and killed last night. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, last night, Saturday night, Sunday night here. Shot and killed. The guy stands over him, shoots him three more times, and it was a white fucking punk from Bucks County who lived in a $1.2 million home. Um, I want this kid's parents prosecuted. I want, yeah, obviously he's going to get life in prison, but I don't think it's like life in prison. What's the point? Let's just kill this fucker. 
I'm suspended from Twitter for seven days because I suggested, I didn't say we had to do this, I suggested that we hang him from City Hall. I mean, I would really, I really think this is a great deterrent. We take this little Miles Pfeffer kid and we hang him from City Hall. We put his dad in jail for the rest of his life and we move on. You know, RIP to the officer on this show, we back the blue. And also, once again, I'm not making fun of people with depression. I think it's a very serious thing. I'm making fun of John Fetterman, who goes to get help for depression after 30 days on the job. And, once again, back to the beginning of the episode, he makes $170,000 and has regular sex. I make like 33000 and never have sex. And I can't check myself into a hospital. John Fetterman's a pussy. And if you voted for him, you should be ashamed. But that's going to wrap up this podcast, guys. Sunday night. We have a great episode for you at the end of this week. It's a special episode. It's a very serious episode. And the name of the episode is, What is Sextortion? A lot of people in this country are being sextorted. And... You might be saying to yourself, what the hell is that? And you're going to want to tune in to next week's episode. So episode six will be sextortion. What is it? Who's being affected? And how do we stop it? That's going to be a great episode, so tune in. Like I said, we're at the 25-minute mark here. We're going to edit it, probably 22-minute episode. That's the way we keep it, short and sweet. Hopefully you enjoyed another crushing look.